This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. It's time! Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Hi, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we? Good evening, one and all. For me and Mini-Me here. <laughs> oh, what a game. Well, I, I, it was a free hit for me. Um, I was proud of the lads. I thought they did us proud. Um, I mean, we'll go through it in a minute and we'll look at sort of some of Manchester City's other games this season. There's not many teams will entertain or go to play Manchester City this season and only lose by not just the odd goal, but, and credit where credit is due, a superb strike. You know, I mean, let's be honest with you, as Leicester fans, if that had been Madison or if that had been Tielemans, we would have been screaming from the rooftops. It was, nobody was stopping that. Somebody in the watch along was saying, oh, Casper would have got it. No, he wouldn't. No, no, that that was, anybody would have struggled to get that. Um, But, hey, there we go. Do what it says there, please. Click that subscribe button if you are new. Uh, If you're not new, as I always say, please smash the uh, likes button. That helps my algorithms. And at my age, my algorithms are very old and creaky, so any help is much appreciated. Um, I think I'm about nine off the 1,500, which I wanted to get to by the World Cup. So if you are new, please do subscribe. Gray's back. Good evening. Uh, by God, Gray. <laughs> I see you more than I think you see your wife. Uh, too many disillusional Foxes fans say in the second half we should have attacked Man City. You can't. You're quite right. You can't go toe-to-toe with them. Um, <laughs> they don't understand football or are very naive. It's opinions, Gray. It is opinions. In my opinions, it's like me going saying, right, I'm going to go and fight Mike Tyson and go toe-to-toe with him. It, it can't be done. It can't be done. Uh, Brendan got the tactics spot on. I haven't got a complaint on that game. Um, I don't know whether my co-colleague will do or not. Let's get him in and have a look. Um, Also known as Daniel, but today he's back to Brad. Good afternoon, Brad. That wasn't a bad performance, was it? No, it wasn't a bad performance because it was a really good performance. It was 99 out of 100 really, for me, and the obvious missing mark is one error. Mm. One very rare error we actually made down the pitch. Unfortunately, cost us a bit of brilliance, but we've just stopped arguably one of the best teams that play football entirely, not just in the Premier League, but entirely. Mm. You, you could argue that they'd be pushing that, that bracket for top world-class sides. We've just stopped them scoring from open play. Yes. You know, I, I'm not going to begrudge it. If that's what it takes to beat us today, that's that free kick going top bins like that, then yeah, yeah, take it as it is. Because honestly, that was near perfect for how you deal with Man City, in my opinion. Yeah. Belinda, um, Gray's wife, Belinda's wife says, hi. Hi, Belinda. Um, how the devil are you? Come on, Arsenal. Uh, that's all I'll say to you, Belinda. <laughs> I hope I've got the right wife now. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you didn't say, did you? No. Well, I, just, I, I believe Gray's wife is a Nottingham Forest fan, but I suddenly have this 
horrible feeling in my gut. I may have got wives mixed up here. Um, I apologise if it's not you, Belinda. If you are the Nottingham Forest fan, come on, come on, Arsenal. Um, that performance was better than Dortmund in the Champions League. Uh, and um, like Terry said, whoever thought Casper would have got that? Yeah, yeah, the gentleman concerned was maybe not, you know. Oh, you know, Brighton three, Chelsea nil. Good God! Um, yeah, I mean, Casper was never going to get that. Oh, yeah, I've got the right wife. Thank God. When I say I've got the right wife, I'm digging this hole very big yeah. for myself here. I don't mean that I've got Terry's right wife. I mean, I'm just the right wife generally. You know, I'm not saying Terry's got more than one wife. Should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> can we, can right. we move on, please? Look. Let, let me just go through these results because this is what um, Manchester City have achieved um, this season. If I just bring the right page up, because I don't want to know what West Ham did. Um, where are we? Here we go. Fixtures, no uh, results. Yeah. So they started off with. Um, Oh, let's go right back to the bottom. They've done it. They started off with a 2-0 win over West Ham. They then got a 4-0 win over Bournemouth. They then got a 3-3 draw with Newcastle. They then beat Crystal Palace 4-2. They then beat <coughs> Nottingham Forest 6-0, Belinda. They, they then, fair enough, drew 1-1 with Villa. They put three past Wolves, six past Manchester United, Four past Southampton. Yes, they lost to Liverpool. They put three past uh, Brighton, who are beating um, Chelsea 3-0 now. And they only put one past us. And it was, took, like you said before, Brad, it took an amazing goal. I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of the lads. Yeah, and do you know what? I can't, obviously, the result, you look at the result, I can't help but feel that I'm slightly a bit baffled in myself, but I'm also gutted we didn't come away with the result that kind of matched the defensive job. I, I get that some fans are a little bit there going, oh, maybe if we'd just done that from 60 minutes and not 70, 72 minutes. But honestly, Man City, we know, are a different breed. You could talk for hours about the talent they've got within their squad because there's that many of them. You, you'd have to be talking for hours. And to, to put in a display like that, you have to try and get something from Man City. You have to play smart football. And it's not going to be most eye-catching. And it was a bit rough around the edges when we did get into, into them attacking areas, which is probably the only slight blemish on, on, on our efforts today. Mm. But you manage that game for 90 minutes. You, I honestly don't think if they score that free kick, they, they go on and get a goal anyway. No. I don't think that. I think we would have seen that game out to a nil-nil. If we and, and we'd have both got a point then in the in the in the prediction. Yeah, we definitely would have. Um, but you know, we didn't crumble at one nil down. No. I mean, Doug's just popped in, who was obviously um, watching it along with me, uh, and you know, from a neutral point of view, yes, we did what we had to do, and. You know, I was calling out for Inacho to come on and go to up front, whether that was with Vardy or as it turned out, Dakar. Um, but you you can't do that against this team for 90 minutes. 
you've got to get your tactics right. And in fairness, let's be honest with you, we're quick enough to criticise him. In fairness, Brendan got most of that right today. Yeah, he did. Again, and, and it's out of his control, the, you know, the little bit of lapse in concentration from Pepe Mendy when he first comes on. Uh, and, and that's law, but you're right, we didn't crumble. And not only did that, we just still went about our business. Digging deep, try and be a little bit more careful on the ball. And to a degree, we started being a little bit more careful on the ball when we switched it up. But the idea was, you know, you could see the game plan, couldn't you? You could see that it was tactical. It was something they planned for each occasion and an outcome. Because as soon as it went 1-0... You know, you want to instantly go down the other end and try and pepper their goal. You don't do that against Man City unless you're someone of a, you yeah. know, in a better position, maybe. It, better. It, it, it makes me think of kamikaze pilots from Japan. Yeah, because World War, if you do yeah, that, because you, you could you could get that goal. You're right, but then Man City could massacre massacre yeah. you, getting overconfident. You lose three one. Yeah. What Leicester did is they went right. 49 minutes, 50 minutes, which by the way was the first time any Man City fans actually turned up to the stadium. I had, but. <laughs> You know, we'll, we'll probably touch on that. But the thing was, then you've got to you've got to keep yourself in the game. And Leicester did that, and that's why they created the chances. We really frustrated Man City. Yeah. And and that was the most pleasing thing about the whole performance, despite you know, unfortunately, not getting any points as reward from it. Yeah, and and you, you said, I mean, that if I said it before, yeah. people have said it in the chat. If Madison, if that's Madison doing that free kick or Tielemans. We would be jumping up and down, you know, swinging yeah. our knickers in the air. Yeah, I mean, it was an it was an amazing free kick in off the post, but you know, it it was like Madison's free kick from the other week. But we yeah. we frustrated them so much. I mean, I said I said during the watch along, I've got to say good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, depending on what it is over there to the bronze plumber. Nice to have you back in, Bronzy. Uh, not seen you for a while. Hope you are well. Um, Grealish's girlfriend must be the happiest woman on this planet because I've never seen a man go down as much as him. No, and he didn't have to get some stick for it, didn't he? And and, and Lester really... Well, I, I can't tell because I've got no sound, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I can tell you the fans really got in on him and were cheering every tackle on him. They were... I mean, when, when Marty won a goal kick out of a deflection, off him, it, clearly off his shin it was, but it was brilliant. The, the cheers went up. And Lester picked it. Lester exploited it as a weakness, or at least they tried to as often as they could. He was rattled. He was a bit disconcerned. And in the first half, Look, credit for him for his finish, but De Bruyne was a painted a frustrated picture in that first half. I mean, I know we'll probably talk about them later on because they had a couple of really good chances in that first half, but I don't remember Man City have a clear-cut chance inside the box after them. First half chances, to be honest with you. A lot of frustration came from what we've been saying has kept Leicester getting three clean sheets in, in the last few games, and that is... They frustrate you to shoot him from distance. It's like if you're going to score from there, then fair play. Because if it goes in, like like Tillemans did for us against Wolves, and like De Bruyne's free kick tonight today for them, yeah. you know, then you've got to take your hat off and, and go for it. Well, I'll, I'll take a loss like that if I'm good. If, my, if I'm forced to see my team lose a game, I never want to lose, but if I'm going to see them lose, I don't yeah. mind that effort. I I, I was worried. Uh, we, we we discussed this, uh, I think, last night that. 
we could have done without Manchester City today. We could have done with probably next week's game this week because we've just come off three um, good results, okay, against bottom half teams. But th those are the games you want to win more because they mean, you know, it's like six points. But, you know, we didn't capitulate. We didn't have an Arsenal, a Brighton or a Spurs. <laughs> I mean, we, we yeah. I, I mean, I just went all through those results with Man City and we kept them to 1-0. That keeps our confidence going in, in my mind. Newcastle have just gone a goal up against Villa. Um, so I, I'm, I can say to me, the lads come off there and Brendan should have nothing but praise for his players. Yeah, you know how you say it's, it's, well, what's this expression? I think, you know how you say it? Yeah, I was going to say it was the best of the worst, uh, worst case scenario for Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. In that sense, wasn't it? Because... it wasn't even, we've said this, it wasn't even a, um, you know, a, a goal from open play. No. Um, you can play, does Mendy make that mistake if he's been on the pitch for 45 minutes? Probably not, because no one else really made that mistake throughout the game that we're on for 45 minutes. It's one of them. At the end of the day, you give Kevin De Bruyne that free kick, nine times out of ten he's probably hitting the target, but I reckon maybe two out of ten. He puts in because he's really good, and that's probably a good conversion rate. You'd say having that in, I would say he'd be expected to put ninety percent of them on target and, and and make it a challenge for the goalkeeper. Just one of them. At the end of the day, like I said, if that's what it takes for one of the great greatest current sides in, in playing football at the moment, and they are, you mm -hmm. you can say what you like about how they've done it, how they've got the money. Take that side on a footballing basis, the quality they've got. They didn't score from open play. And on another day, we'd be going, wow. We've just now yeah. got, you know, we've been saying, Chris, there's only Crystal Palace. There's only Nottingham Forest. There's only Leeds. <sighs> that, that was Man City. And, you know, barring that, we've just shown the statement from, for where we are defensively, how dramatic we've improved. Like you said, Chris, from 5-2s, 6-2s, 4-2s, 3-1s and whatnots, or, you know, um, Oh, no, the, the just, just catch up on the, the half times here. Um, wow, Bournemouth won Tottenham nil, Brentford nil, Wolves nil, Brighton three, Chelsea nil. That's Crystal, Crystal Palace won Southampton nil, and Newcastle won Aston Villa nil. We are still in seventeenth at the moment because um, Wolves, I think, are drawing. Um, Terry, you were not the first to say it because it was said by the BBC <laughs> along the lines of, like, no Haaland, still a goal or something like that. Um, I mean, you know, the BBC may be turning into Sky <laughs> with their love of these these players. Um, they, I mean, OK, you know, you, I know you don't like stats, Brad, but you know I do. And I'm just going to quote you this stat. And it's a good stat in a way. At the end of the day, you know, we we came back into that late in the game. We had 10 shots, but this is Manchester City, arguably one of the best teams in the world. They had 15 shots, five were on target. Yeah, and again, it was the same with Wolves, wasn't it? The, you know, the other week, a game we won convincingly and we're in control of. And, and that you've pretty much seen you know, the love it or hate it side, the Marmite side, if you want with Leicester with some fans. And again, I understand we always want to see positive football, but 
but we do have to remember it's about managing 90 minutes. Um, and I'm sure Brendan wanted to see a bit more on the aggressive front from us um, whilst we were trying to contain them. But you just you just take that performance as a whole and it's just a really good all-round performance. And you show where we're making them take their shots from. Like I said, Ward made probably two, I think three saves. I mean... The one that was ruled out for offside, that was like Casper, the way he reacted. He didn't know it was offside. And I tell you this now, I don't know if you saw it, but I got a replay. Had that gone in, VAR would have overruled it. So that was a brilliant save by Danny Ward, the one that it was flagged for offside. So, yeah, he was actually onside. I can't remember if it was Justin on the left that was playing the defender on, but it would have actually been given because he looked onside. So, you know... You take them chances, De Bruyne edge of the box, Silver edge of the box, blocks coming in as well. It wasn't like they were peppering Danny Ward and he was pulling, say, you know, no. eight, nine, ten saves. Because like you said, only five on target. Well, that that reminds me of the... And good evening to uh, Anthony. Welcome along, sir. You better do us a favour tomorrow, mate, and beat Forrest. Otherwise, I'm never going to have <laughs> talk to you again. Um, no, look, it reminded me a lot of... Um, the Martin O'Neill sort of defending. We were putting our body on the line. Um, yeah. I mean, you've seen who, who the man of the match is from, from Alan, and we'll come on to that later. Yeah. i tell you what, Marty had a fucking good game, and surprised to see Soyuncu in the starting lineup, and we'll come to that next, but all three had a fantastic, all three centre-backs had an amazing game. Yeah, they did, and you know, it's credit to our defence, and you know, people say that maybe Brendan has lost lost a thing, but you know, this is where Brendan's proven his worth. We asked Brendan to prove his worth um, when it started really badly, and we were getting hammered. But you know, if you can't improve on the pitch, you improve the backroom staff. People have been crying out for that, and he's done that. And it cannot be no uh, no coincidence, Chris. I'll, I'll take a breath because what you're about to hear is me quoting a stat because I've just worked out the maths. Chris. I yeah. can't believe I'm doing this, but this is tells you those that have been saying it's only this, it's only that, and taking today's account. Since Leicester have brought in their set piece coach, right? That's I, th I think the um, De Bruyne goal was timed at 49 minutes, I believe. Because if it wasn't, then my maths is wrong. But Leicester at home went 318 minutes before conceding a goal. Yeah. That includes three draws and obviously ending you know ending that against Man City. I, I take that in. For those that want to say it was only them, it was only that. A team that was conceded what six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifty six, seventeen goals in three games went 318 minutes and were beaten by a brilliant dead ball to end that run. Otherwise, there'd be, obviously, another, you know... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's well, impressive. Let, take, me, let me quote this back at you then. Ten corners in that game. I oh, was playing tennis. I love it. You know, nine nine <laughs> corners against Wolves. That's 19 corners in two games. Not one goal conceded. And you know what? It kind of breeds confidence because... You look at the way it's taken from it. How many times have we seen Leicester kind of win the ball in their own box and then fuck around it because they don't want to just put it out because they were scared of a set piece? 
and we were getting frustrated. We're like, clear it, and you could see the panic in the players. Again, it shows the difference in the mentality. You've got to give credit to the backroom staff, including Rogers. You've got to give credit to the backroom staff for this. Obviously, the players take it to take on the mental challenge. But the the fact that they always spoke that they believed they'd turn this around, and there's still a long way to go, and we're not out of trouble by any means. And it's you know, it's the consistency of the performances and the way they've improved. They were they were happy to take a tackle and put it out for a corner. They were happy to. To, to slide in and try and get a throw in, it wasn't an issue. They didn't see it as a threat. And it sounds silly, but if you look at how many corners we were trying not to concede compared to how many we've been conceding, it shows they're more committed because they're not afraid to give away that set piece. And mm. today we'd be able to them with ease. I mean, we cheered Ward going out of his six-yard box. He had all the time in the world to come and collect a few of them today. And that is so pleasing. And that's the real pleasing thing about Leicester at the moment is we're being rewarded for being quite shrewd in our uh, uh, recruitment in terms of if we can't do it on the pitch, we'll do, we're still doing the best recruitment in our backroom staff. And they, they really do take the products for this this transformation in our backline defence. I mean, we're going to lose him during the World Cup, obviously, because um, he's off to the World Cup with America, but it'll be warm weather training, I've been told. So, um yeah. You've got to, you're going to miss players. It's a different ball game. It's a different kettle of fish. The training. Oh yeah, but I'm on about the, the the set piece coach, obviously. Yeah. You know, uh, but I mean, well, let, let's have a look. I can't unfortunately bring it up as as a slide, so I'm going to have to do it this way and hide our beautiful faces. Um, but this this was the team. I mean, it was five at the back. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I know some channels had it as four, but it was five. Uh, nice to see Soyun Chu back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, brought out of the cold, um, if you will. Shows the ability to use your squad in this situation. I actually think, again, that was a smart move. I know a lot of people, maybe given Soyun Chu's situation as well, but most people probably heard Brendan's press conference were expecting Evans to be in, uh, and maybe yeah. even Ndidi. And I know we'll probably get to that in a second as well. But I thought it was best for Evans to kind of, with the greatest respect, take the free hit that Man City is and mm. end up being, you know, and let him get extra rest, let him get extra recovery. And then if we want to, and then, you know, but he might not get back in. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's the performance now. I would not, I, I can safely say, come on, next game, I am not overly forced out of them who he picks and if he sticks with a back three or a back two because the way they've played recently I've got confidence in all of them again and it's nice to have that confidence yes. and, you know yes, maybe I'm getting a bit carried away but I think the last few results have really been that turning point in the season and it's you know phase we know how good he is oh, but beautiful. I'm, I'm gonna have to give this guy a shout out because I've often said he, he was my most improved player last year I had to go with him early, early doors, but he was being played on the wrong side. Now he's been moved over more, well, definitely to the right. If there's a two of them, him and Faze, Amartya's on the right. Here he was on the right of the three. Um, what a game he had. Yeah, he did, Chris. And, you know, it's, it was reminiscent of him last season. He looked so calm and composed. 
And again, I've stressed this point. It's, you know, playing the same record, but it goes credit to his teammates because they're the ones that make him, we've said it all along, and Martin needs a leader. When he's got a leader, it's like his, it's like his spirit leaves his body and he, he's someone else on the piss, like something else takes over him because he, he was so composed. He wasn't rash. He, he, he tracked well. He read the runs. He, he read the danger. And it was karma's personified by the back three. And I know I know we're talking to Marty here, but you, I, I had some moments where Walkfest was urging the team on. He was commanding. You could hear his voice. I know you didn't have the, you know, for obvious reasons, you didn't have sound on. But he was loud. You could hear him. And, and Marty was the same. And, Again, football's a funny game, isn't it, Chris? Because before Forest, I'm sorry, Lou, but I have to admit because that is when it started. You know, despite what happened against Bob, um, you just see that difference, and it just shows you what a result can do. And normally, when it you suffer a loss, you think, "Oh, well, that was a nice little run. Now it's going to be back down." That's probably the the, the like I said, it's the best of a worst worst scenario yeah. for them because that's yeah. probably actually boosted their confidence. Go, you know what? We deserve something from that game, and we know now we can do the defensive press against the right teams. Mm. So, and true. I mean, he probably won't be in the team next week. Um, but looking at, at his performance, I mean, there's no reason why he, he shouldn't be. I thought he had again had a very good game, yeah, he did. Uh, you know, and we could look, listen, we could gossip about well, the gossip. If you will, around Soyuncu, he loses his head. Let the transfer talks and rumours swirl. Get get in his head. Um, did he? You know, we know we know he wasn't happy that he was playing games 65-70% fit. And I know that Leicester couldn't help that situation and it desperately needed him to. And I think maybe being out of the team and being told, you know what, you're not holding your position just because you had a good couple of seasons you were poor this season you need to be taken out and Marty's done a good job I'm not gonna you know re, you know instantly just put shun him out I think he's making the most of his teams and you put in a performance you know personal reason whatever to try and manufacture a move if that's his attitude to do it I'm, I'm all for it if this is the return of Soyuncu June they've made up Kiss and made up then brilliant even better he'll get game time playing like that that's, that's for sure and that's what I like to see in a way, I said it, didn't I? I think on one of the shows, the blessing in disguise could be not having the funds to go and improve the team. He's got to use yeah. the twenty-five man squad. Yeah, and I, I, I've got to say, I, I, I've, I've called. I want to see Faze and Soyuncu together in a back four, if you like, and them two as centre backs. But I don't think I could drop a Marty now. Oh, I don't think you could. I don't, and that's a great headache. You ask any manager. It's it's tough to make the call because you know you're going to have to, you know, pick up one of your players and say, look, you're blind and it was hard to, you know, it was hard, but I've got I'm going to a back two, so I have to lose one of you. But it's a nice headache to have, you know. Mm. You'd rather go in there going, oh god, who am I taking out of this team if we go to a back four against uh, it's Everton next, isn't it? I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I taking out for Everton if I go to a back? For that, you'd rather that than going. Oh God, who am I going yeah, exactly, yeah. Just to say, what a what a <laughs> day of football this has been. Bournemouth two, Tottenham nil. Now, 
Yeah. <laughs> you love Spurs, so Spurs. Now, Ray, Ray said this at the end of the watch along, and I, I gave my response to it. So I just I want I want your thoughts on this. Uh, Ray says we could have beaten them if we went two strikers up front. I I, I get it. The, the the dramatic shift from holding on and, and and keeping ourselves in the contention to. Or wasn't a mass flurry, but was definitely seemingly yeah. a lot more from from play. I created a hat full of chances in that in that fifteen ten minutes, you know, ten fifteen minutes. But that was the plan, Ray. The thing is, what you have to remember is it is is all well in hindsight saying, "Oh, well, if we'd have done that five minutes earlier, we might have hit this goal, and we might have, or we might have still lost the game one nil." Um, the thing is, we've seen before, you have to manage your situation as well as who you're playing. And, and when Leicester have been in good form and have been up there, we've seen that they've beat them. We can beat Man City. And we know we can beat Man City. But Man City are fighting for another championship. They're in red-hot form. Mm. They rarely make mistakes or drop points. But we always felt we had a chance. And to do that, you've got to manage what's in front of you. And to be fair, if you look at Man City's chances, like we've already stated, they didn't really have that many clear cut. And when they did, fantastic Danny Ward, the worst Premier League goalkeeper to a few four weeks ago, yes. it, you know, kept us in the game. And we nearly took our chances. If we'd have been a bit more smoother in front of the goal, we would have got a point from that game. Yeah. And it's it's great in hindsight, but I think had Daka headed that one or anywhere else. Had Madders been allowed to turn the defender and get his cross, and we might have nicked one in the 93rd minute. Three minutes, a bit short, uh, but I'm not going to do a clock, don't worry. Um, it's just one of them, unfortunately. Yeah. We didn't get the rubber of the green to get something. Havertz has pulled one back for Chelsea, um, but the three bright the three Brighton goals, <laughs> two of them have been Chelsea own goals. Wow. Uh, well, Chelsea will come out and say they won that game then. Yeah. Um, Vardy, 20 minutes in, he hadn't had a touch. I mean, I get Vardy being on because he does like playing against Manchester City, but we're not getting the ball to him. You don't when you play like that. You have, you have to, again, you have to take... You, your perspective when you play Man City to every individual and what we're used to and what we have to expect them to do in this game. And the expectation was clear. And yeah, Leicester didn't do it that cleanly in the first half. There was a few missed opportunities to break away with stray passes or getting a ball stuck underneath the feet. Uh, and I and we understand that. You know, it's the, you have to give credit to Man City. It's why they're such a quality side. Um, but the plan was clear. And whilst you're, we're used to Vardy running teams ragged, you're going to struggle to do that. You have to play the Man City quality they are. And right now, they're an aggressive side that like to flood you with chances mm. and, and break in behind your line and, and, and attack, you know, getting behind your defensive lines. And they struggled to do that, to be fair to Leicester's defence. They really struggled for good parts of that game to get in behind our lines, not create chances much. But Leicester broke away, and the idea was break quick, make them make a mistake, which we did. They made mistakes yeah. to give us chances uh, to capitalise on getting behind their defence line as quick as possible. Just didn't work out for Barney today. 
But you know what Vardy's capable of, and that's what we needed to expect from Vardy, and he did what we could, he could, knowing he's going to get limit, unlimited, you know, limited service. Do you need an Inacho on there then with him to fill that gap between the midfield and him? I think that's why you've got Madison there, because Inacho essentially takes that role alongside Madders um, when when he does that, because he is the defender, he is the striker we know that come deeper, he can collect the ball, he can drive, he's actually developed as a as a, as a as a striker over the years, and it's nice to see him to get minutes first of all, I've got to say that. Um, but again, you have to do that at the right time, because you're sacrificing something to go for it, and nil nil, we didn't need to sacrifice anything to go for it, no. and again, when that's your plan, and it was a plan, the three ways Leicester changed throughout the game uh, was a plan, and you only change that plan or shuffle around the order you're going to start doing things depending on the result. And when it's nil-nil, you know, no one was moaning. We were applauding them at half-time. You know, at best, like I said, with hindsight, you're saying maybe do five minutes early, but you're only appeasing those that just are a little bit more annoyed that we didn't get the point because we warranted it. We warranted it. We did. We did. Um, I, I, want to, I, want, I want to talk Newcastle. Um, why, mate? Why Newcastle? I want to talk Manchester City. Sorry, <laughs> it's because I'm trying to. I've got three monitors here. I've got this one I'm on. I've got one here with the uh, one up, and I've got VT uh, on here. Uh, I can't multitask. I, sh- I should stop trying. Um, and talk one player in particular, Mister Socks, which is my new name. For Jack Grealish, yeah, because he will somebody please buy him a pair of socks that will or make him a pair of socks that will that will will fit him. Um, like I said earlier, he he goes down, you know, seven. He should be getting points for it, and he he was screaming for everything. I mean, but to me, that's what Leicester did to Man City. They made them have to dive, have to go in for challenges. They were a dirty team today. They created more fouls than us. Tottenham have got one back. Sessignon just scored. Um, but we, we we were frustrating them so much. Kevin De Bruyne was, was arguing. Silver was arguing. But I don't know what it is about Grealish. I just want to smack his face. Yeah, he has got a punchable face. I have to agree with that. Some players do. I don't, I don't mean any offense, but some players just have. I have a punchable face or something. Oh, so well, we cool. all do. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm there. Um, but um, yeah, we did. We frustrated them. Again, look at the chances they had inside the box compared to outside the box. Mm. And then when you look at them efforts, look at them were actually good efforts. I don't, rem- honestly, apart from them two chances in the first half, I do not remember Danny Ward having to make a uncomfortable save. No. I, I really don't, and that shows the the level of commitment and uh, to, to the to the plan today. And, and I'm going to keep using that word. And so it was, you know, the timing, the, the way they did things that was drilled into them to do certain things at certain points in the game, score dependent. And you know, De Bruyne, like you said, he even he was chucking his toys out of pram. He took he took many a shot today, especially in that first half out of frustration, in the hope more than anything. And we got under their skin. And, you know, they're, they're, there's probably a few Man City fans 
and we know a few we saw a few we heard the heard the voices murmur around that were thinking before the game they weren't that confident were they chris just a handful mind but there was a few supporters feeling a bit uncomfortable about playing Leicester with given recent results. And I bet they're sat there now, probably doing a match review like we are, going, yeah, we won the game, but credit to Leicester. They really made us work hard for it. I'd be remiss if there wasn't Man City fans, and that shows you again the efforts. Yeah. Two quick goals at um, the community centre, community stadium at Brentford. Brentford going 1-0, up Wolves equalising two minutes later. So that's Wolves just scored a goal. The apocalypse is on its way. That's it. <laughs> it's only the sixth this season. Let's not get too excited. Who scored um, it? Costa. Costa. <laughs> it still keeps them in the bottom three. Um, well, yeah, that's what matters. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just... I, I, I can say, I think, you know, if you look at that Man City performance, we... I'm not saying we were the better team, but we had a game plan. He got the tactics right. And let's be honest with you, we've been quick enough to criticise Brendan, you know, this season. But he got things right. And, you know, he did, I mean, what what Forrest did to Liverpool, which was, yep, defend, 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 get, you know, get, get the coach out and park it on the pitch and then try and hit them on the break. It worked for, um, uh, Forest, it, it could have worked for us. I mean, that that effort by uh, by Tielemans again. That's what we're going to miss when he goes. Yeah, yeah, but we. I mean, we knew that anyway. We scored some special goals throughout his career um, at Leicester, and Jesus Christ, a, th- a fingertip of material yeah. that, that's smacking the underside of the bar, and, and we're we're talking, we're waxing lyrical of another fantastic goal, and mm. talk about worked on there. That caught them well by surprise. They were not expecting that. And that's a nice... You know, at first, I was, and I don't know, maybe it's because I've been watching the old movies back in that, and I'm watching the series, but I thought, of oh, let's just created their own little flying V of ice hockey. If you know the reference, the Mighty Ducks. No, <laughs> I don't I know anyone else. No, I've never watched Mighty Ducks. Because yeah. the way they took that set piece, it was like they, they caught Man City cold, and it's like, we're going to trick... It was maybe not the flying V, it was like Fulton. He has a rocket shot, and he hits one out of five, and they go in. Um... And it was like they did that because they just laid it determined as well. It worked last time, mate. See if it'll work again. And it, it was so close to, to working again. Any Mighty Ducks fans will know who I mean with. I say one in five for, for fault. <laughs> but that's uh, what I'm going to The way everything was going wrong for us at the start of the season. Yeah. And, and, and I up oh, Burnley losing 1 0. Uh, and well, we. Not take one job. Yeah. So. I know. Um, but Tom Ince has scored. Good God. Um, I just think at the start of the season, everything was going wrong. You know, the visa, we couldn't get a recruitment guy. Uh, you know, the performances, Ward and the defence. Is it now kind of the perfect storm coming back? You, you definitely like to think so. They've not just laid the foundations now, they're starting to build on them foundations. Um We've been talking for a couple of weeks about small positives that you have to take with in, in regards to the performance at the time because they've been scrappy. Let's face it, they have been scrappy. We've had our nervous moments. But honestly, I don't... This was probably the least nervous performance I've seen from my back line. You know, against Palace and, and, and Leeds, you always thought, oh, an Amati stray pass or, oh, they're going to score. They score, they're going to get back in it because we remember what happened at Brentford. We remember games gone by. 
Yes. But the calmness that's been relayed to us by the manager and the players in the press interviews over these positive results was shown to us today. And today I actually found myself first quite enjoying it, especially in the last 10 minutes. I know we didn't get the goal, but I was actually, normally I'd be like, ah, oh, God, here we go. Come on, just get to 80, 84, yeah. get to 85, get, get, that, get that time as close to night as possible. So I'm not that anxious if, if they get one back. Today I was thinking, you know what, they're out of ideas again. And they were out of ideas. They, they knew Leicester were going to have some form of pressure at the end. And they actually really didn't know how to stop it. You maybe thought we were only going to get one chance. We ended up having three decent chances to take the game. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's one of them. But you, you're impressed with it, aren't you? And that, that's just yeah. that's a good thing. We said, I think, at the start, and well, last night we certainly said it, and we said it uh, a few times, but... It was it was the performance that we wanted today because we thought we were going to lose anything if we hadn't lost or we'd got a point it would have been a bonus but yeah. the performance was there. Brendan got his tactic rights for once. He got his substitutions right for once. And I'm not blaming Mendy. Mendy's come onto that pitch yeah. cold. You know he's only been on a few seconds. And he does that. Like I said, I don't think he does that if he's been on the pitch 45 minutes, you know. No. Surprise no Samori. I'm getting I'm guessing that he, he must have been injured because he wasn't even on the bench. Um but I said after Liverpool, after Forest beat Liverpool 1-0, that the confidence that will give them yeah. will, will mean so much more than if they'd just beaten Palace 1-0. You know, because they've just they've gone, they're in against the that confidence is going. I'm almost like thinking, bloody hell, what have we got to stop for the World Cup? Oh yeah, you can't believe you're saying that after how the season started. But yeah, it's always gonna do that. And and that's the thing about form in football, you know, it it's it's funny how it works. Yeah, obviously we'd be a lot more happier had we not conceded and taken a nil nil or nicked it nicked the equalizer at the end there and coming up one all. But like you said, in, in in defeat, when you can take away more positives than negatives from the game, you know you've done a lot right. And it's just, again, you know, we knew we was going to be starved and that maybe that's probably why we snatched it and we're a bit indecisive, especially I felt, I know we'll get onto the player ratings. Uh, I'm not going to be too critical of them, obviously. I felt like maybe Barnes and a few of us just snatched at them opportunities, but we improved throughout the game as well. And, and, and then our opportunities were more on target. They weren't the cleanest of chances, but, you know, on another day, certain deflections go a different way and, and, and we get something. So You mentioned him there and I want to bring him up. Um, Harvey Barnes. You, you know. want to bring him up and raise him as your own? <laughs> yeah, because it can keep me in the way to which I've become accustomed. Um, but you know, when you look at here, I mean, we we we've got to have a player that we want to hate, haven't we? And at the moment, it kind of seems to feel like it, it's bond in some ways. But you know, he's got two goals in two games. You know, he's going to feel confident in the fact that he can have a shot. And you know, quite often he was there with the ball. And certainly on one occasion, and it was more than one, but this is one I can remember, Madison was in the box, but there was three Man City players between Barnes and Madison. So Madison was never going to get the ball. Yeah. You know, he could not get the ball to him. So it was, 
in the case of shot, see what happens, see who it hits, see where it ends up, and it might come off somebody's arse. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you don't buy a ticket, oh, Chris is cheering something. Newcastle 2 Villa nil. <laughs> oh, you and I, Henry, must be loving watching that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we, we must say good evening to... Uh, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, but no, at the end of the day, we know Barnes is quality. And I'm not really, you know, I don't want to be harsh for, after a performance like that. I don't want to be even critical because that's what they'll do. That's what they'll work on. Mm. Um, but the thing is, yes, you know, Gray, you, you are right. He does make some wrong decisions at times. And it, it can be frustrating. But sometimes them shots curl into the top corner and it's the best thing since yeah. sliced bread. It's the best thing we ever do. And that's what he's capable of. It's like Madders today. Did he have his greatest game going forward? No, not really. Yes, he had some pivotal moments where he got us on the front four, but he also had some moments where he was a little bit behind the ball. He didn't quite get a work for him. He didn't quite get away and we had to recycle it. Um, chose the wrong pass. You know, it wasn't perfect by any means. I'm, you know, I'm not deluding myself into the fact that it was a perfect performance, yeah. but it was the effort was top notch, and and we've got to be looking at this and go, look, we've had games where we've scored a scrappy goal or two, but they've ended up winning us the game, even though we've not had a brilliant performance, and that's the joys and the downsides. There's one cross that came in, and I, I, I'm trying to remember it, but it, I think it was headed by a Man City defender. It hit the back of a head. Yeah, it was stones on someone. And we've seen that before. That was, you know, that, that was probably the moment where I thought, it's just not going to be our day. And yeah. you don't like to say that, but you know, sometimes you get the feeling it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're not going to nick that goal um, like we like, like we could have today. Uh, and yeah, like you said, that moment, all that would have needed was to hit his head on a slightly different angle and it's pinging towards the goal. I'm not saying Anderson doesn't save or it's going to go in, but it it, it, it And again, like I said, Man City run out of ideas and they actually couldn't stop Leicester creating them chances in that late period. No. And I mean, Bron, I mean, football is about opinions and, and I respect everybody's opinion in here, whether I agree with it or not. The problem I have with Barnes is that he's, like I've just said then, he's criticised if he's having shots on goal. And he's criticised if he's passing, you know, or why didn't he shoot? He was passing. <laughs> Problem is, the guy's got two goals in two games. Yeah, and look. Now, you know, I questioned his, yeah. uh, why was he on the pitch against Leeds? I would not have picked him, but Brendan didn't. He scored a goal, and then he went and got another one against Wolves. So why isn't he? You know, why shouldn't he have these shots? And like I say... It's all right saying, well, he should have passed, but who does he pass to? Yeah, and look, you've got to remember as well, he's a left winger. And you look at left wingers that are notable left wingers in in the Premier League or wingers in general, you know, Eden Hazard, um, you know, um, Bale when he was here, you know, when he was playing for... For Tottenham, yeah. Sorry, just there was another one that's interrupted very, very quickly. Uh, Woken have gone one nil up against Eastleigh. 
Uh, no, Newcastle 3, Aston Villa 0, Joe Linton as uh, well. Good evening, first of all, I'm getting sacked. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it was like, you know, I think it was all yeah. the after the Lord Mayor's show. Sorry, mate, do carry on. Do no, carry no, on. I'm happy to wear that news, mate, makes me chuckle. Um, but, but, you know, and you look at what they did, and there was another one that's left left my head that was a, a winger as well. That, and Sterling, that's it. It's Raheem Sterling. And your opinion stands on them is it doesn't matter really what you think of Sterling Hazard and that really, but um, what they did and contributed to a team is goals and assists. So that's their yeah. job. They've got the same responsibility as a striker to be creative, to be that menace that finds the space and, and, and instead of lashing the ball in, powering it past the keeper, they're they're, they're, they're smooth finishes, the one that curl it in the top corner, out the reach of the goalkeeper, the ones that side foot it in. And and we've seen over many years, we've scored quality goals like that from players that play like out wide. And, and that's what Barnes's job's to do. And again, it's hindsight, isn't it? Because if he kills that in, you're not moaning that he pass, doesn't pass it to Madness or square it to Vardy or, or whoever's in the box at that point. You're celebrating and Harvey Barnes doing what he's supposed to do and that's get a goal. And it's one of them that's Let's be a little, you know, who thought you'd actually be sat here going, oh, I'm actually gutted we didn't get a result from Man City because we really deserved one. I didn't yeah. think that before kick no, off. No, no. I didn't think I come full time. From behind the sofa. You yeah, know. I, I honestly thought we'd be sat here going, oh, well, we, we've done really well. We said it was a three here, but Man City, what can you do? 3-0. I think a lot of people were expecting that to be the norm for this post-match. And, and here yeah. we are going, but, you know, we, on another day, you know, and, and that's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, totally. Um, we didn't seem to have a threat coming down both wings. Um, it was all coming down our left, uh, but Castagna hardly got into their half at all. And I didn't feel there was really any threat down that right-hand side. No, but... Then you look at Man City, and this is what this is why Leicester defended deep because Man City flood in in numbers. They attacked on many occasions six or seven from deep inside mm. their own up. They're at a halfway line, but they'd have six or seven players in close proximity of each other going forward. They're looking for you to try and panic. You know, it was a game of who would blink first. And to be fair. Mm. You know, in, in open play, Leicester never blinked. In fact, they outdid Man City in, in, in making them blink a few times because they stuck to that plan. They stuck to getting regrouping, not trying to count and press. They regrouped. They held their shape. They held the line. They, they charged out when they needed to. And again, Man City could have had the ball. I know I heard at one stage, especially I think it was in the first half, it was like 96% to four. It was nil-nil. And they weren't going anywhere with it. A lot of the time, Man City weren't going there with it. And like I said, until the 50th minute went, and it had been a full 60 seconds after they scored, I heard this strange noise come through my phone, Chris. And I looked left, and I looked right, and I looked outside. I thought it was chaos. And then I realised it was the Man City fans. Cause they, they, I did not hear them until they scored, Chris. And that, that tells you how frustrated they must have been or nervous they were as a, as a fan base. I'm sure they were making noise. Again, I yeah. watched it. I wasn't there. But... To not, as as a supporter, when you watch it, maybe subconsciously you don't hear the away fans when they're just making their regular noise. But in terms of making themselves sound loud and hearing them, 
I didn't hear anything from them. And, it, and, and you felt that in the performances. We've already talked about the frustrations of the Bruyne, the frustrations of Silver. You know, that they came off relieved with that, I think, today. I'm sure they haven't, you know, I'm sure Pep Guardiola has laid upon complacency and not been able to break down Leicester from, from open play because they didn't, did they, in the end? They didn't break no. us down from open play. No, not at all. Uh, Bournemouth 2, Tottenham 2. Um... No, Bournemouth, you had one job. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, look, um, let's... Uh, where are we? Let me just get rid of this and that. Uh, we're going to have a look at the uh, player ratings uh, and man of the match, and we will do that straight after uh, we've done this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Indeed. Um, oh, we're at the bottom. Oh! Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I, thought you I wondered where we'd gone. There we go. There we are. There the we are. We're back. We're back. Um, yeah. Alan Bennett, man of the match, always picks his man of the match. Uh, he goes to every match, so he sees it. So I will never argue with his man of the match. He sees a hell of a lot more than we do all on the telly or listen to. Um, and he... Um, Went for this young man for the second week in a row, Yuri Tillemans. Um, not sure that I would have given it to Yuri, but like I say, I always defer to, to, to Alan, you know, being at the match and actually seeing it. Uh, would you have given it to Yuri? I mean, first of all, I want to say that there, there's a number of contenders from this, and I think there's going to be a number of players put down in the chat. I think there'll be three or four names probably mentioned, as well as Yuri. And who I'm going to say was man of the match because, listen, he had a great game, Yuri. But this man, and I've said it, and I've said it a lot, and I know I'm probably boring people's death, but this man just shows that one thing we are consistent at is getting a fucking centre back in over these years. Because Wout Faze, Wout Faze, however you pronounce it, my apologies to those that are typing on the keyboards, he said Wout, not Wout Faze. He just epitomises this club with his attitude, doesn't he, Chris? And his commitment. You know, it wasn't until the 70th minute when we made them changes, but the second and changes were made, bang, that tackle was flying in. Bang, he was driving the ball forward over his feet and he was gliding through the pitch, Chris. He was gliding through the pitch. Mm. You know, I, I know we don't mention his name because he's, he's like the Voldemort of the world for the way he left us and whatnot, but a replacement for that 75 million French flop um Farner, you know, yeah. boy oh boy. I, I'm just ever impressed with me. And today when he was you know, the crowd started to motivate they sent the change. Wasn't he uh, wasn't his dad Philip Flop? Uh, yes it was and it, and he had a dad called Clip Clop. That's it, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but no. well that's for me and I know I might be a bit biased because of how well he's hit the ground running, but he just epitomizes less with his attitude. Mm. Oh, Newcastle are just having a great day out. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Aston Villa. I mean, I this is... What, if you... oh. 
this is just fucking their uh, <laughs> totally up their uh, their goal difference. They thought last week we got four, brilliant. Uh, they're on minus eight at the moment. That might be minus nine. Um, and if I keep yeah, looking at the way they're going, <laughs> I think the presenter on BT, she is actually a Brighton fan, and she did say she's got to be careful how she celebrates because her her blouse is is, is got poppers on, not buttons. So. <laughs> There will be people searching for that if it happens. <laughs> well, I have, I have got it up purely because I was watching it from earlier, of course. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. I've got to say, I actually agree with with um, Gray here, and I'm going to go out, and I'm probably going to get absolutely slated for this, but today I would give it to a Marty. I really, really would because Faze, yes, he's good. I'm not denying that. Did he have a good game? Yes, he had a good game. But Amati's taken the stick and he's come back stronger. And, you know, so for me, it would be Amati. But, you know, yeah. hey, well, you, know what, you know what, Chris? It just epitomizes what we said and we've said show. Yeah, Amati, Ward, Soyuncu, and again, like we said, we've already seen Faze, we've already seen Tillemans. You know, we've now we've seen Amati. I'm sure there's going to be Soyuncu get chucked out. I'm sure so. Yeah. That satisfying result when you lose a game and you're struggling to pick your man of the match because it's such a good performance, it tells you lots of things. Yeah. So, yes. But okay, let's have a look then. Let let's do the ratings. Um, the the worst goalkeeper in the Premier League. Daniel yeah, I, know. I love being smug about that. I'm sorry, I do. As a goalkeeper, I love being smug to say that. <laughs> um, I haven't got the smug. I don't think I've got the smug face handy. That's It's time for the smug face. Doug, Doug actually, Doug agrees with me. He's gone for a Marty as well. Any one of them the back line could could yeah. do it. Yeah, um, they could. Danny Ward, Danny Ward, calm, cool, and collected. He no collected words. most things that he came for, didn't exactly. he? Exactly. See what hey! I did? Yeah, yeah, well, see, I'll let you on something, mate. You really you didn't open the door me. for me for that one. Sorry. No, she's, I won't. Oh, she's I, not yet. I'm picturing you at them out the house, mate. That's how we work, teamwork. <laughs> you, you knock them over, I'll let them in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolute command in his box. You know, we talked about things that Schmeichel has that Danny Ward doesn't, uh, you know, in, in certain aspects. But he does certain things a lot better than Casper couldn't. He commands his box a bit more from corners. He, he, he was not afraid to stand in between that penalty spot and six-yard box. Casper... Seems to allow them to close him round, you know. Mm. His distribution, yeah, a few went wayward today. That's understandable to a point, really, with Man City's press and, and being a bit jittery on the ball. But more times than not, his distribution's great. Um, fantastic saves. Um, I'm going to give him an eight. I'm going to give him an eight because, you know, to, to the defence's credit that we're about to get to, he didn't have much to do, really, in a sense. No, I would have. I was thinking because I'll put my score on first. I think if we go forward and then yeah, we, do it that way. We'll, I can, yeah. we'll, leave, we'll leave yours in as the as the final say. But I, I agree. Um, you know, he 
he just commands that, but he comes out. And yeah, there was a few and, iffy moments where you're thinking, like, you know, when they were playing it about at the back again, you're thinking, This is fucking Man City, just boot it up. And eventually he did. Um, but I'm so pleased, there's, there's no way that he will come off that match thinking, Oh god, it's all gone wrong again. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah, he, exactly. And, yeah. and you can see there's trust back in him now because he has to earn that trust. It's not, yeah. it was a given right that he'd get it for his performances when he's played. But Danny Ward has now, you can see by the way they shield the ball out, the way they protect him. Because yeah. they track, and uh, hopefully we can sort something out to do a tactical show. Because I'd love to talk about how they track and cover to help Danny Ward. The defence has been helping improve Danny Ward on that situation because he now looks like a Premier League goalkeeper. Yeah, we'll we'll have, we'll have a chat tomorrow about. I can't do it in the morning because I'm absolutely knackered. So I'll 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 do a you and sleep through, but. Um... You need to have a practice with that that thing that we we've got or, or find one. Um, now, here we go. I mean, I, I've just said about Amarty, haven't I? For me, um, I give him a nine. To be honest with you, um, I, I can't say I can't speak highly of him in this enough in this game. No, and I'm going to continue the smugness and continue the joke that we made on from the worst goalkeeper that that Leicester fans mm. have ever seen to the worst centre back that most yeah. people have ever seen. And you know, again, he, he he needs the right sort of leader mentality alongside it. That's clear, and he needs to be played on the right side where he feels more comfortable. But when you do that, you get this Daniel Amati, and I, you know. I'm going to agree with you, Chris. I'm going to say a nine's very, very well warranted and, de- and deserved because he yeah. had a very, again, like Danny Ward, he had a calm, confident, controlled game. He he never looked under pressure. Even when Man City pressed us when we were passing around the back, I, I didn't feel that unease. Yes, yeah. Now, if I said to you, and you'll, you'll know the answer to this, who scored the most goals in the Premier League? As in team, sorry, as in team. Yep, totally. 36 goals they've scored. The next highest is Arsenal on 25. So they are nine goals ahead. And we limited them to to one goal. And it was a superb free kick. So for my thing, um, I, I, I can't, I cannot give face any less than a nine. Yeah, well, I'm not going to argue with him that either. He's my man of the match, personally. It's mm. tough to pick. Again, we're going to get on to the next one. It's probably going to be the same, to be perfectly honest with you. But this man just keeps impressing. He keeps impressing. And he's, he's, he's got that old 90s style about him, the way he goes in with a crunching tackle. But it's clean as well. And I know he's not always made a clean challenge. And he's, um, you know, but yeah, he's just fantastic. And it's what we've, you know, we talked about all Casper's gone, and I'm sorry to bring him back up for this part, but the one thing we were all talking about with Casper is, oh, we've lost that voice. Mm. We've lost that dressing room. And I know he's not captain, and it'd be ludicrous if you made someone sign him and instantly made him captain when you've got the experience and captains around in that dressing room. But it's definitely one that you can see if he's still here in a few years' time, would be no question he'd get that responsibility chucked his way because... He just epitomises it. He read the crowd. He read the situation. He read the game plan. He knew when we were going to change it up. When we changed it up, the crowd started getting a bit more excited, a bit more, come on, we can. We know what you're after. We know you can do this sort of thing. Mm. He was rallying them. 
He was yeah. waving his arms, he was clapping, he was pat patting. You know, and, and one thing I saw yeah. today, we were patting our players on the back, despite the fact that it was 1-0. Even if we didn't quite get the corner, we didn't get the pass through, it was a pat on the back, it was clapping. Uh, and, and that was really good to see. And, and this guy, he could become a hero here at Leicester. Really I, I, I think yeah. so. Uh, just an update. The uh, poppers haven't popped yet, just to let everybody know. Um, <laughs> just in case you're wondering why my head keeps going to the left. Um, look, I think um, that the sign of a good player is when we say who for his predecessor and we yeah. said that about Maguire when we got Soyuncu like who who did we have here before and yeah. I'm going to say the same about Fafana don't get me wrong as much as I, I hate the little French git and I do hope yeah. he breaks his leg and, and, and can never play again but I, 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 I do mate. I'm sorry but I just do um but we we know he is going to be a great player for Farner. Whatever we say, he, he's got the attributes to be one yeah. of the greats. He's also got the attributes to become one of the Bal Bal uh, Balotelli's of the world, of the football world. So, be interesting to see which way he's allowed to travel. You know, to go by his agents and friends and what have you. But yeah. I'm almost saying Wesley who, and oh, yeah, you know, and that's brilliant, isn't it? Is that and again, it's testament to what we do. Off yeah. the field, you know, I mean, the, the one transfer we're able to do mm. is the best piece of business, you know, the best piece of business yeah. we were able to do, and it's paid off dividends. And again, the Leicester mentor to get quality for a reasonably priced, it's like getting a reasonably priced car, isn't it? We've got a star yeah. and a reasonably priced player. <laughs> I was about to say that, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've ob we obviously had all these um people lined up that we wanted to go for, we couldn't because of FFP, we had. Um, uh, uh, you know, the money then from Fafana, we could go for one player. We knew a centre back was our priority, and by God, have we, have we got a good deal there? Um, yeah, so much now. I think we might disagree on this one. I, when I saw him in the starting lineup, and when I saw him, it you know, knowing it was against Manchester City, I thought, Brendan, have you thrown this guy? To the wolves, because if we get beaten four, five, six nil, and let's be honest with you, you know, on another day we could have done. You know, that's how they are. They've been playing all, all, all season. They thirty six goals in eleven games, um, I, and I, I really felt for the guy. But you know, he never put a foot wrong. Um, it, he, he had probably had the quieter side of the pitch because it was all Grealish coming down the right-hand side um, and we'll come on to Castagna in a minute. But I know that I actually said that Amati was my man of the match. But because of the situation, I'm giving um, Cags 10 because it could have gone so tits up for him. I, th I think on that basis, on, on, on that, level you would I think on a performance level though in terms of the job they did on the pitch whilst I think it's a credit to him mentally and everything he's gone through um, and, and the troubles he's had 
you know, no smoke without fire. He's had at the club, whether that's with Brendan or mm-hmm. training or his own mental yeah. battles in terms of getting his head turned and, and, and his Euro performances and, and it's taken effect on him. When given the chance, you know, in, in, in that sort of aspect, I would agree with you on a 10. On the performance, I think they all deserve the fair the fair score of the same. And I would say he's a, he's a nine. I think it's... I think all three were so equal in what they did and how well they contributed to the game. And it's only fair that if you're going to give one a 10, you give them more a 10. You give them a nine, you give them a nine. No, no, no. no. I mean, like I say, you know... If but you I, get, I get it. I understand it, yeah. That, that yeah. goes up. Um, yeah. I, I just think, like I say, for me, as, a, as an overall performance with everything else that was on his shoulders... Yeah. And okay, you know, we, we we've all worked at some point in our life, and I've had my head turned by other jobs, and thinking, oh, I'm going to get this job, I'm going to get and get, and, and I don't for whatever reason. But we haven't seen what's gone on at the, the trading pitch. All I know is that he's not been a Wesley Fafana. Yeah, and that's very positive. You know. And again, he's clearly had. A, a knock-on effect because regardless of issues or not or whatever the reasoning is and again we could speculate until the end of time you know yeah. whenever he moves or whatever happens with his career going forward at Leicester at least uh, we, that's all we'll ever do there's only probably the squad maybe not even the squad you don't know uh, might even just be him and Brendan that know the exact truth as everything's gone on uh, but it was good to see and it obviously takes that he you know believes in Leicester's form, was confident and felt he could do a good job and believed in his own ability. And that's why he got nine. He's played two games this season. All right. The first one was against Stockport County, but he he, he limited them to four shots and no goals. Um, And this one, and we know he kept the, the, you know, the, the, the the best strike force in the league. He kept them down to, to, to a, to a free kick goal, so he yeah. was part. You know, he's he uh, not just him on his own, obviously, but he, he was part of that. And when you just look at that attitude, which you could argue was a bit like a Tielemans, you know, when he's been when he's been asked to, he's come on and he's he's died for the cause almost. You know, uh, that's why I gave him the ten. But you know, yeah. you know, we will we will go with the nine. We will go with the nine. Cause like yeah, I think if we, if, we, if we was doing it on that, I wouldn't be disagreeing with the nine. The only with the, with the ten, sorry. The only reason I do is that I'm judging it on performance basis. So no, I think no, 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 no. That, 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 I get that. I get that. Like I say, oh, 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 oh. Guess who's got a 90-second minute goal? Harry Kane. No, but the team is right. Uh, Benton Court has got a 92nd minute goal, Tottenham 3, Bournemouth 2. Call VAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, it's VAR time, this isn't it? You yeah, know, let, let, let them celebrate it for seven minutes, then just say there's a check. Yeah. Go on, scare them, even if it's not, <laughs> just scare them a little bit. Um, and but Brighton have got a 92nd minute goal as well, Brighton 4, Chelsea 1. Wow, that's that's well. I can safely say that's the result that neither of us predicted. No, I don't think there'll be met any high scores on the old um, uh, Premier League chart this evening. Uh, look, Timothy Timothy Castagna. Um, I'm going to give him nine um, purely because he 
he didn't come forward at all, but that was mainly because I think they were coming down that right side more. But he kept Grealish quiet. He did. He he had a solid game. You know, um, Grealish is probably as a, as a joke goes. He's probably still in yeah. his pocket at the moment. You know, <laughs> look, I, we know it's very hard to pick at, um, from Man City, which you know. A standout player, what you consisted to danger on, because realistically they've got five or six in in an attacking sense. They've got five or six and and, and more on the bench. Um, but in this game, you felt without Haaland, Man City were going to be reliant on getting the balls out wide, which is what they do. You know, they, again, the plan was to stop them coming through the middle, which is where they probably the more deadly than they are out width. To be fair, they they probably feel more comfortable charging through Leicester than they were trying to go out wide. And to do that, you have to isolate their favourite side, if you will. And to do that, you need every defender on key. Mm. If I was to be hypercritical, he didn't get forward or wasn't able to get forward enough, but I'm not going to be hypercritical. Um, I, I think he was honestly fantastic. And again, like the whole entirety of the back five, he was mm-hmm. calm, he was collective. Yes. And he made he made he made every other person's um job easier, didn't he? Whoever got the ball or broke up the play or shielding the ball, you felt relaxed seeing them do it, and then everybody else was relaxed and it made the easier. I think we're gonna get you know, people are watching these are probably thinking, there's less to win it. Unless to get an late, late equalizer or something. No, we lost the game one then, and this is how well they played defensively. Uh, that we're given nines mm. across the board. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. So you go, you go in nine as well. Yes, I can't disagree with you on it, mate, yeah. because the, the bat line did its job. I mean, technically yeah. they weren't beaten for a goal, were they? I mean, no, yes, no, 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 no. And I've got to, I've got to say, you know, he didn't get forward um, as much as he normally does, but. You know, he was up yeah. against Grealish, in fairness. And let's, and let's remember this game as well. There's one thing you got to take away about it from those that are still a bit negative, saying that we should have pressed more. Uh, we won't be playing Man City every week. So no. we'll get... And what I mean by that is we'll get more opportunities against other oppositions. Man City won't, you know, don't allow that. And you've got to credit them as well. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Um, just... I, I, I've got a little message for Chelsea here. <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea. 4-1. Hang your heads in shame. Potter. Asian Potter strikes again for Brighton. He's still open winning. He's not even there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those seasons and, you know, that's why, I mean... Oh, Joe Cole on BT said afterwards, he said, Leicester aren't going to go down. They'll be mid-table by the end of the season. You know, and when you're looking at the way the results are going, it's just going all over the place, aren't they? You know, it's it's weird. It's weird. There's been a couple of bad injuries, not going to lie, in the game. So a lot of them are, are not finishing. Tottenham have won 3-2 away at Bournemouth. Maybe the Bournemouth bandwagon has got its wheels coming off as well. Yeah, well, I said that, didn't I, on the prediction show. I yeah. said the only worry I now have for Bournemouth is they've taken too long to make that next decision. The next decision yeah. is, right, who's our manager and are you going to 
or are you going to get this guy the job? Because the players start to wonder now. Yeah, don't they, they, do. they do. They want. They want to. They've got to give them something there. concrete. I know yeah. it's not really going for walls, although last I knew they were getting a point today. Um, but at least they've made a decision. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've got to do this as well. Um, if I can just find it, where are oh, we going to do this one? <laughs> Not a full-on laugh, but just a little bit of a laugh there. Cotton Fields lost the Blackpool to... Oh, well, you know. You know, so... And can I just say, I know she's not watching, but have a great holiday, Maisie. She's in San Francisco and then going off to Las Vegas. And I'm sure what happens over there will stay over there. But have a, have a good time, Maisie. Have a good time. Now, if Terry's watching, uh, Yuri Tillemans, I'm going to give him one today uh no i'm not um but i'm not going to go mad for me i mean yes he had that that shot he maybe it's because i expect high standards of him but i i would give him a seven because in that first half he wasn't allowed to get out of of, of, the, of the defense and and into the other half but he wasn't doing anyway See, again, the thing is for me is I think it's not high expectation of Tillemans. I think it's what we expect Tillemans mm. to do throughout the game. We expect him to be that ball-winning midfielder, but also cantering in behind Madison sort of as a second, as, as, as a true number eight in, in terms of he'll get back and retrieve the ball, but he, he has it about him to drive forward and get him, you know, and, and join Madison with the cavalry, he brings the cavalry, doesn't he? That's, that's yeah. his role. And again, Man City didn't allow that. You have to remember who, not just who we played, but they played in a way that didn't allow Leicester to spring that trap. They were, again, like I said, they seemed to get the ball at the edge of their own box, but their four defenders had three players or four players in front. So sometimes it was an eight already going at Leicester, so they had to go and sit back. So you credit them for that. Um, I'm actually, you know, going to agree with you i think he was a he was a bit like mm. like like terry says he was a little bit average at times and yeah. again you, you probably put the credit to man city for for not allowing to them stuff that three row yeah, yeah. but you have to remember he did do the job defensively today but maybe there was a few chances that first half where he didn't get a pass right see, but see that's how you do it brad you see you get terry on your side there just just come up with a proper rating. <laughs> I jest. I jest. Okay. Um, look, we missed him out. Don't know why he's, he's further down. James Justin. Um, he got forward. He he bled he, he blood for for the team. Oh, is it clock time? Um, yeah. It's an eight for me for James Justin. Uh, our attacking side was the left side. Most notably with Barnes and and Justin, um, look, he he didn't he didn't make every pass available to him, and, and not every pass worked. But I, I I would agree with an eight. I was thinking a nine, but I would give him a nine on the same reasons that you wanted to give Sonchu a ten. I think he was great. I think he really tried, but it didn't quite work out just as well. But I he is. He is worthy, in my opinion, of getting an eight 
again, on another day, a couple of passes go better and, and he maybe yeah. does something different and he gets the nine. For me, an eight's a fair, fair enough shout. Yeah. Um, Dewsbury Hall um, taken off. Um, I couldn't decide when I wanted Inacho to come on. I couldn't decide whether it was Barnes or Dewsbury Hall that I wanted to come off. But at least, you know, he was getting into their box, Barnes. Uh, and for the want of a, you know, a touch or a, a deflection, who knows? But for me, um, for me, it's a six. I've got to be honest with you for Dewsbury Hall on this one. I, I can't believe this. This could be a perfect show because, well, no, I've, I overruled on one, didn't I? Um, that was, but, yeah, but in fairness, I was giving somebody a maximum 10, you know. Yeah, and, but I, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm kind of letting sentiment stop me dropping this to a five because he seemed a bit cagey. I think he, this was the first time I think Dewsbury was a little bit vulnerable on the ball because he didn't get it as often. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Gray. I'm going to, Overall, I'm going to drop this to a five. Ooh. He came off. You know, we talked about Dennis Pratt, who I think maybe feels he should have come on and got some minutes after his performances. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. We talked about where does he fit in. You know, last year, Madison got dropped to kind of build his confidence and work on something on the training ground and get him going again and had to work for his team, his place back. Yeah. I like Dewsbury Hall, but the last... The last couple of games, he look his commitment and efforts there. I'm not, I'm not mm. questioning that, but he's a, what he's doing on the ball hasn't been as eye catching. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take it down to a five. We're not out. We're not a million miles out out of each other's. You know, no, we're not. To be fair. Um, Wolves has been a red card at Wolverhampton. Costa, Costa's headbutted fan. Go on, tell me it's Costa who's headbutted somebody. Costa has been sent off. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he clashed with Ben Mee uh, on the edge of the area. They were checking it for a red card. Costa has gone. He's walked. I think it's probably a little bit too late to, to affect the game. Uh, I'm guessing that that was anyway. It's not going to be a penalty because I'm guessing if it was Ben Mee, it was at the um, uh, end. You know, the, 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 well, uh, unless it was a corner. Yeah, that's Maybe true. That's true. That. There's no, there's we'll, no we'll, talk we'll of a penalty. And Newcastle Villas finished four nil to Newcastle. Well oh, done, Newcastle. Newcastle. Let me down. I wanted six or seven just for a laugh. But <laughs> what a, what a shame! What a shame! Um, Pratt needs to come in. I, I'm honest with you. I think Pratt. He will when Tielemans goes. I think that's when we'll see him be a be a regular starter. Um, Possibly, yeah. yeah. But I think Dewsbury Hall's leaving an opportunity, and, and again, this is a nice headache for Brendan, and it's yeah. it's motivation extra for the players because if Dewsbury Hall does lose his place against Everton to, to Dennis Pratt, he's going to think, "Oh, all right, yeah, okay." Mm. You know, yeah. I do need to get back to it. What do I need to work on? And he'll work on it on the training ground and, and wait for his opportunity to come again. So, you know, no, I'm not going to keep my boyhood. Hero glasses on, he gets a five, so that's why I give him that. Yeah, Madison. Um, you know what? If it was the battle of Madison against Grealish, I'm sorry, but 
I've got to say Grealish comes out on top. No, nowhere near on top. Yes, because... No, 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 never. No, 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 let me finish here. Let me finish. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Let me finish. Because as I'm sat watching it, and that's all I'm doing, I'm not at the ground, not seeing what's going on off the pitch, is who had more influence on the game? And I'm sorry, but it was Grealish. Yes, he goes down easier than a woman, you know, a prostitute on double time on a Friday night. Uh, yes, Mr. Sox won't, you know, he, he, they can't get a pair that fits him. But I just, he was having a go. And it's not Madison's fault. It's just the fact, the same problem with Tielemans. With, with, they weren't being allowed, Brentford's finished 1-1 with Wolves. He wasn't being allowed to, to get into the game. Uh, and for that reason, uh, he's getting a six from me. I see. I wouldn't argue with the rating, but I would say, what would I rate Grealish? And I would have gave Grealish a five today. Ooh, wow. I don't think he was that brilliant. I think Lester dealt with him well. We saw yeah. his answer. No, no, no. Lester dealt with him well. Yeah. Not, I would not I argue with that at all. What, but... what? I get what you're saying, though. I do yeah. get what you're saying. He in was terms involved of so much more. From yes. Me. But that's what is expected of him. James Madison is mm. like the guy who's to unlock the door. He's the guy to be in and around Vardy and Dakar and Atchu or whatever, to be there to, to latch onto these chances or drive at Man City or whoever we're playing. And even yeah. though today he didn't exactly go to, to plan for him in, in some aspects, one thing that Jack Grealish tried that, that Madison has on toast much better than him is he's a wiggly worm. And he wins free kicks. He's clever. He gets the decision. He gets you higher up the pitch quicker. He unlocked a few passes forward today. And yeah, he had some stray passes and it didn't, like I said, it didn't quite work out. Honestly, I think he was more effective for Grealish with what he was limited in, 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 in able to do. I agree with the six, um, but personally me, um, maybe it was a stretch saying he was mild, uh, by, by a country mile when I go six and five. But I think in terms of what they tried to do and what they actually were able to do for their team, Madison created more or at least led the potential to create more with winning a free kick in their half, you know, getting a free kick on the byline. And, you know, that's what you can, that's all you can do in this position, create or make chances. And in a game where we knew, we knew before kickoff, Regardless of how we went about it or how Man City played, we were going to be very limited to chances. We got a few dead balls out of the situation and caused them a few stirs in the box. And, and that's what Manus was on there to do. So that's why I'd say he was better than Grealish. Yeah. Okay. We've got Jamie Vardy. Um, I'm sorry. It's got to be a five. He just was not involved at all. Whether that's his problem or the way that we're playing... I mean, you know, for your main man, and he is our main man, not to have a touch for the first 20-odd minutes is, is just not good enough. And I can only give him five. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not good enough. But again, you have to read the game and the occasion. And people are probably get sick of me saying it, but it's, it's, it's factual and it's what's in front of us. And you saw Jamie Vardy was playing a lot of football, or trying to play a lot of football in Leicester's own half. He was mm. forced to drop deep. And again... Man City take the credit for that because they weren't allowing us to e exploit Jamie Vardy for what we can do, and that is play on the last line of defence 
knock a ball onto him and he'll trust himself to beat someone like Stones in a foot race uh, to get to a ball over the top. These are the games where sometimes it just doesn't happen. And unfortunately for Jamie Farley, tries he might, tries Leicester might to get the ball to him uh, more than they did and managed to. Um, it didn't happen for him today. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a five, mate. Yeah, we agree. Wow. No, no, I'm with uh, you. Yeah. Harvey Barnes, um, seven from me. Uh, you could argue, well, he's too greedy, blah, blah, blah. He was having a go. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, before the substitutions, and you could argue afterwards, he was the main attacking threat for us. He was. And whilst I'm still not saying he... I, I, I don't think he was actually that selfish today. You, you, no. you want a player in his form of his confidence and his ability to take them opportunities when they're presented to you, especially, again, when you're playing a, a, an opposition such as we did today, where the opportunities you're expecting, the opportunities to be of a premium. And again, they, they, they were. Um, I'm going to give him a six, though, because whilst them opportunities are a premium, and, and, and I, I'm sat here giving him a six thinking, do I have to be over critical or, or, or very critical of a of a mm. of a defeat. And I suppose what I'm trying to do is is balance it out and, and look at the small areas that we need to be improving on. Because whilst if it was good in the way we did things at certain points in the game in terms of how we defended set pieces, we defended the defensive line, we restricted them to shooting outside the box. Them opportunities were a premium and he was just found being a little bit indecisive when he was inside the box, a few chances got away from him. He, he did make the wrong decision. I agreed with, I can't remember who it was, I apologise, but whoever said it in the comments earlier in the show. And for me, if I'm going to be uber-critical, which Brendan will be in his overall fallout from, from the game when he, he, he speaks to them probably either individually or after the game as he did, he'll be, he would have been asking Harvey to have been a bit more cleaner in his movement, a bit more decisive in his decision-making, because in the first half, he yeah. didn't quite get it. And that's why I just want to drop him one. A good performance, but I think if you're going to critique the players, you give them, you've got to give them what it is, and that's why I want to yeah. press it. Very quickly doing the substitutes all together. It's always harder to do the substitutes because they obviously they don't get that long on. Mendy, uh, for me, a six. He didn't do anything wrong apart from give away the free kick. But like I say, a Mendy that's been on the pitch for 70 minutes doesn't do that. Dakert, five for me, didn't really do anything better than Vardy did. Uh, Inacho, at least was having a go at six. Now, I don't know if you agree with all of those. I'm just going to put my light on, but uh, yeah. see what you think, think about those. I think the only thing I'd do in a game situation like this, is like when we took on subs in the last five minutes, I'd time to give them all the same sort of number. And I'd give Dakar a, a six, because even though he didn't do more than Vardy in a sense of run about and get the ball, was pressing. He he gave us what we needed at that time. And I'm not saying Jeremy Vardy couldn't have done that because he was doing that most of the game. But when we had the two strikers and it was easier to press with the numbers because we had two forwards already holding the high line, I think what was asked him and required, I mean, he had a chance um, late on that could have got us a point. I'd give them all a six. Okay. Um, just, just on that basis. But yeah, they you know, Ian Acho scuffed a few chances. He could have hit a bit more cleanly, but he did create, and I'd give you that, and I can see why maybe some people might give him an extra mark. But overall, they 
they tried, they gave it their all, just a bit rough around the edges from, yeah. from all of them, really. And well, again, back to the first half, take Leicester seems to take five minutes to grow into a game, so it's no surprise that Mendy came on as an individual and was a bit rushed and a bit, you know, he's just, unfor- he's just unfortunate that one of the few mistakes, he's the one that gets punished the most yeah. because it led to yeah. a goal. Well, we've had we've had a look at um, the player ratings. Uh, I think now we should have a look at our ratings because this is how we did on the old um, score predictions. Oh God, Bennett, this will be miserable. Look at that! Yeah. Look, all the white. We've got one spot on there um, with the one nil to Man City. Um, you and me got a point with Tottenham beating Bournemouth. Uh, obviously, <laughs> there was no way that Steve would have got a point with. Obviously, he would never go for Tottenham. Uh, nobody got the Wolves Brentford being a draw. Uh, nobody got Brighton <laughs> for or, or even beating Chelsea. Uh, one nil to, to Crystal Palace. No, but we oh, all got and 4-0, you and uh, me and Steve got the Newcastle Villa. You went for a draw. Yeah, what um, was I thinking? What, what was I on that day? I always do that myself. When I go back and I look at them, I'm thinking like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> you know, where, did that, where did that result come from? Um, and, of course, the other thing we, we can have a look, and I don't think I've got it, actually. I haven't. Uh, let me just see if I can just very, very quickly upload this. Um, I don't think that... I sort of did myself any favours in the uh, football one, did I? Well, yeah, the the, the Xbox one. Yeah. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you and me got no points. Everybody else good. got a point. Oh, right. well, I'd, I'd rather get no points on a favourite team than them lot. Exactly, exactly. We were the true supporters. Well, in 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 fairness, Brad, when I say we are the true supporters, I don't know after that Nottingham Forest prediction. I know, I can't believe you went nil-nil for them in one of your games and went for a draw as well. I knew you threw that out and I was reminded that you did it as well because you did your own research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching your games now, sir. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's one of them, wasn't it? You are some I, I was just saying that to make you feel better so that you didn't know, lose yeah, the views. It didn't <laughs> so dirty to give him Forrest an opportunity. Top 10 Battles, that is your website, sir. That is where people can find you. The link is in the description below. You did goalkeepers this week. You go in, was it right back or left back? No, it's the whole back line. That's the whole the back line. Yeah, wow. so we're not just we're not just doing centre backs, we're doing centre backs, left backs, right backs, left wing backs, left right backs. And it's me, Dan, and Anthony will be on. And if you want to check out our goalkeepers link in description click it and if you're new click subscribe but we will be doing that we're working away up the field chris the idea is we're going to do the whole defense for variety because obviously we could you know if you want to put arnold in your list when you come on the show join in it would be a very long series if you did every yeah and that's the thing we want to make we want to we want to make it we don't want to limit it in what in the choices of paul i'd like to give them all because it makes you think of players that you will not maybe 
an overall top 10. And we're going to work our way up through the week. So if you like that sort of thing, check us out. But before you go, make sure you drop a like on this video and subscribe to Last Till I Die if you are new. Yes, and that full-time focus, of course, is your... Yes, Twitter. that's where you'll find me if, you, if you're struggling. If you've and let me just end with this because um, Thursday, of course, it was the sad yeah. anniversary of our uh, ex-chairman's passing. Uh, whatever we, we sit here and we are able to talk about Leicester being in the Premier League we are able to talk and say, like, well, that was a rubbish game because we compare it to, you know, the, the championship winning year, the um, Premier League winning year, the FA Cup winning year. And that is all down to not just just top, because, uh, not just Vichai, but top's carrying it on. But it was Vichai that laid the seeds and we would be nothing if it wasn't for that guy. So... Like it says there, always in our hearts, definitely 100% always Vichai, rest in peace. And thank you so much a million times from from a grateful club. Yeah, definitely. And long may it continue like it seems to under his son yeah. now in charge. You know, fingers, fingers crossed. When you get a chance about the, um, about the stat show, uh, I'm starving. I'm going to go off now and have a full English. So yeah. I, uh, I will see you, speak to you soon. Um, as always, okay, we lost, but that was a, that I suppose is never a nice loss. But if you want to see me, catch me on, <coughs> excuse me, Dog Out Football Channel, as in D O U G, Dog Out Football Channel, quarter past seven. One job again, Liverpool. You failed it last time. One job today to keep Leeds below us. Let's see if you can do it. Brad, Brad thank you so much, mate. Take no care. Worries, Take care, mate. Thanks to Brad. We need to get him, definitely need to get him doing these uh, these stats again. Um, but thank him for, for today and everything he did. Um, indeed, thank you very much, Doug. I'm, I'm, I'm edging there closer, closer like a, like a snail. Uh, but thank you. Doug, I will see you um, at quarter past seven. I need to eat. I haven't all day. So, uh, and yeah, great. See you later for the Liverpool game. That is the channel you need there. You can see it there, the Dugout Football Channel. That is where we're going to be, quarter past seven. Um, hopefully, seeing Leeds with their one job, keeping, uh, sorry, Liverpool with their one job, keeping Leeds underneath. I failed against Forest, and I'm not going to let you forget it, Doug. So let's see if you can get us back and do us a favour against Leeds. Take care, everybody. Thank you. It was a loss, but I suppose as losses go, it was one of the nicer ones. 1-0. One well done, guys. And uh, I'll see you um, tonight or tomorrow on the radio, 9 o'clock, mixcloud.com. Or one word, mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. Good night. Stay safe. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
for watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over sports social podcast network it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.